I'll go straight into things, Edward. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for taking the time. So if we can start with the, the setup, you began in 1989. You're still hugely involved in the company. What was the toughest challenge, do you remember, when starting out with your own investment house and how did you overcome it? Well, basically, I, 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 didn't, I started from scratch in the sense that we had no AUMs, but I, had, I started with reputation. That is, I had, uh, I had run a, a brokerage house and a fund, small fund management house that was linked to the brokerage house, running our, our, our clients' money. Uh, and at the time, the performances were, were, were quite good. So we had we started advertising on the performances and getting some notoriety. Uh, so when the big bank came and we had to sell the, the brokerage house at the time, I started with, uh, with a notoriety and some IFAs, which had come up from the, from the woodwork and were starting to, 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 to work with, work with, uh, uh, with us. Uh, and I was very fortunate to have a partner, Eric uh, Eldialet, that was very good at uh, uh, marketing and admin. And to a certain extent, uh, our model at the time was comparable to the Templeton business uh, model at the time, in which John Templeton had also a, a partner that took care of everything that was not fund management. So I, I could really focus on what I liked and what I was the best at. So that was that was a that was a key a key asset at, at the time, and as the performances were were good, so we, we we started expanding pretty pretty well, not only in France but throughout throughout Europe. Is there anything you wish you'd known when you started out that you had to learn on the job? Is there anything a challenge that if you're doing it again, you would think, oh, we would have to address that straight away? I think not, not, not really, not that naturally. I, I did. We didn't make any mistakes, but I think I, I would. I would recommend anyone starting this business to focus on what they know. Uh, so many people want to get involved in everything that uh, that shines or moves, and, and that's sort of the way I would go about it. And and what is what is somehow contradictory to that is the fact that you also want to have. Uh, you started business with a with a large uh, and not too focused strategy, so that you can you can expand. So uh, this is what uh, what we did. We started with with with, with global funds, which at the time were were sort of inordinate because most uh, most of the fund management company in, in companies in France were were focused on the French market, then the European market, and then the global market. Uh, and I was fortunate in the sense that I had this uh, a global uh, mindset, so that helped. But but the key thing for anyone starting a financial business, I say, it's really is really that really f- really focusing on something on which one believes one has an edge on. And your edge was the global aspect. Just to clarify, you knew what, where you oh, wanted to be. Yeah, well, uh, my edge was uh, was hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Hard work and uh, no, I really enjoyed what what what, what I did and um, and you know I I was pretty much international by by my by training so I got involved into EM markets before most people were uh, in tech before most people were uh, commodities as well so it's just it's, I think it's it's a once you have this uh, ability to sort of uh, Encompass a wider, a wider, a wider profile. But 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 again, I think few people have that, and it's and it's important that uh, 
that 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 that, uh, that one should 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 uh, should not take any should really focus on one on, on one side just now today things are become far more difficult to start a company yeah, uh, because the compliance the our uh, constraints are so so ponderous so huge that uh, starting a company you know from scratch is very 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 difficult I'd say uh, and requires uh, team, financial means, and um, so I, I, I would find it far more difficult to start a, to start a company there. Well, that's what I was going to come on to, because the current situation, we seem to be dominated by what we would consider multi-boutiques, where you have a large seed investor or you have a very very definite idea of what area you want to invest in. So I was going, that was going to be my question of, would you think it'd be harder to set up now what you'd set up in 1989? And the answer seems to be yes, if I'm not putting words in your mouth. Uh, yes, I mean my my response. To it, I said I did not really totally respond to your earlier question. You know, on what would be the the difficult to start with the the, the difficult to start with with even if you're a little bit of notoriety, you know, people are going to come to you and say, "Oh, you're so small." I want to make sure that you will prove yourself, uh, uh, and then uh, and then you're independent, right? Oh my God, you're independent. What happens if there's a problem, right? And then <laughs> after a while, you realize that people say, "Well, independent is great, is great," but you've become too big. You know, I'm, I'm not so sure that you can make no, no longer a difference. So, so people will. You've got to be prepared in this business to 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 take a flag for 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 what what uh, what you don't have and i think it's that's part of the rules of uh, of uh, of the game and it's not a it's not exactly a friendly competitive world we've seen evolution over the last 30 years and passives have become a bigger part yes. how much of a challenge has that been for startups and new companies well it has been particularly a challenge over the past uh, the past 10 years why because we've had Markets which have been escalating pretty much on a straight line, be it on the on the equity and the bond side. So, you know, the, the cheaper you were and the more uh, index you were to uh, um, to markets, the better off you were. Uh, is this the environment that we'll have will have uh, forever and ever? I, I doubt it very much. Uh, so that. Uh, it will come at a time when uh, people will realize that uh, that you actually need to be actively managed for, for 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 I'd say two key reasons. The first one is that uh, uh, if you buy indices, you basically buy consecrated names, names that have already been recognized. Uh, Companies are recognized for their for the for their success, and I said the key example that we all could all have in mind is Tesla. You know, if you if you Tesla was brought in the S and P after the after the name had gone up ten times in a, in 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 in, uh, in in less than a year, uh, and that time it was in the S and P, right? So you if you were buying index, you were in, in, uh, if you were buying the uh, a US index, uh, the S&P, for instance, you would be buying Tesla uh, not at, at its uh, 
uh, ever ever high, but historically, yes, it has been it has been Tesla's high uh, since uh, uh, late December. Uh, so that's that's the first uh, caveat I would have against uh, indices. You buying companies which are already widely recognized and mature companies very often. Number one and number two uh, is the fact that if you buy indices, you're you don't buy any risk management, right? Basically, you know you will go along with indices uh, uh, as far as they will go, and they, when they go uh, when they move higher, you'll be happy. When they come down, you'll worry. Uh, you'll have nobody as a buffer trying to 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 to, to run the market risk uh, on your behalf, and this is where an active fund manager. Uh, comes should come into play. We've seen again. Sorry, I constantly say about evolution. We've seen a lot of change. We've seen your role evolve as well because you've gone from where well, you remain the founder, but you've gone from running the main funds to taking on a more strategic role. Yeah. Can you talk me through that transition? How have you found that? How's the strategic committee functioned, and how, if at all, does that change what you envision for the future of Carmignac? I'd say that the key the key uh, issue. For a company that started as a as a one man show, is to create around you a, 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 a surround you with really key, uh, bright, uh, motivated people that will 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 allow you to expand in areas in which are, are not your area of competence, but then it gradually will turn out as being as being able to uh, uh, help you manage the funds by making sure that you're not first in line. And you'll have people sort of analyzing uh, companies' uh, reports, uh, analyzing the future of certain sectors uh, on the uh, equity side. And on bonds, you make sure that you're on the right currencies, the right yield, well positioned on the on the yield curves and so on, so that takes that takes a lot of effort. And then it's not a question of not only of hiring the right people, it's to make sure that they work well together. And that has taken longer than than than, than I have thought. Uh, and then and then when all of that sort of sort of gels, the issue is you know are these people work doing as well as I would have done. <laughs> And then, so dele- delegation is is, is, is is a tougher exercise than one might might think, uh, but it's a very rewarding one. Uh, one once it it, uh, it works. Uh, ultimately, at the beginning, it's, it starts by more work because you, you've got to check on what what is done, and then sometimes convince so and so that you know he's he may improve his act by focusing on it, on areas in which he's not he's not been focusing. But ultimately, when things start functioning, you find yourself like really a, a conductor with an, an orchestra with different different instrument players, and each of them sort of winds up playing playing jazz. Uh, I prefer jazz than a symphony because you know you need improvisation and so on. So altogether, this sort of makes creates a, a harmony, uh, which is also but but is not incompatible with creativity and individual performances. Uh, so that's the way I like things to happen. I myself am more relaxed by not being first in line. I still enjoy very much what I'm doing. And I see my exercise uh, 
my process is really as a transmission uh, process as, uh, as, as, as we go forward. I pretty much still enjoy what, what I'm doing, but I'm, 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 I'm not a, a, a first in line. So on succession, that, that keeps coming up. First, has there been any advancement on that? And secondly, are you sick of talking about it? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, well, <laughs> 10 years ago, I was, I was asked the question and I said, you know, why, why don't you ask it to Warren Buffett? I could be his son, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and so a natural, <laughs> the, 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 the journalist that wanted to be facetious said, started, had used as a title of the article, <laughs> Kamiya could be one of on. I was literally just thinking. <laughs> Which was not at all. That's where I thought. That, that is not what I intended saying. I intended to say that the age difference is such between us that, you know, if you ask the question, if you ask the question for me 10 years ago, what, what you should be asking it to, uh, to Warren, right? Now, but, but <laughs> in, in, my, in my particular case, uh, again, this is not the way I see things. I see things as, a, as, a, as a making sure I mean, the, the, these are things for for a a, a, a boutique that has, is owned by by uh, by uh, the uh, uh, the chap that started it and a team is to sell out, right? Uh, but I I chose the uh, I I believe it's the worst thing I could do, the worst service I could do, both to our my partners and to our clients, because there are really very few uh, examples of boutiques that have been sold that have been successful. Uh, after having sold, uh, so I am. Um, I prefer to uh, to organize it as, as a uh, as a transition. I'm very lucky to have a, a daughter, which is not only eager but very competent, and is and that is uh, ready to 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 take the the, uh, the baton uh, one day. And she's she's very active, running the the UK uh, office and uh, both the. Uh, the strategy and some key key areas of uh, of, uh, of of the firm. I'm still running the uh, the firm management part, uh, which is again the, the the part which I enjoy enjoy the most. So uh, it's been it's been running quite smoothly. You say one day. Is there any idea of when that one day might be? Well, you know, as long as long as one, I keep. I feel like I'm still useful and I'm still enjoying this. So I, I might, I might uh, hang on for a while. Uh, I think this, this fund management is one of the few, the few uh, uh, activities in which uh, age uh, is not really a, 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 a handicap. You know, experience sort of builds up and, and as long as Alzheimer doesn't strike you, <laughs> you're, 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 you're still, you're still, you're still, you can still be, be helpful. I mean, again, I don't want to raise Warren's example, but I mean, there's been a, a huge number of examples of people that have been very, very active as of late. I'm not so sure I'm gonna, I, I want to be active at, at, at Warren Buffett's age, but uh, at least that gives you a, a, a perspective. You mentioned there about being active. You're a very active market commentator. You've been commentating continuously, even when you've changed roles. 
How much does this market compare to what you faced before? You've been in the market for a long time. Pandemic yeah. is a completely unique scenario, but how does it, are there any similarities what you've dealt with before? I think, yeah, I think we're living a very, a very particular uh, uh, period in which we have markets uh, shot on steroids, monetary and fiscal. I mean, we've, Ne never in my lifetime have I seen such a deluge of liquidity. Uh, and on top of that, we, we're getting this big shot in, in, fiscal, in fiscal spending, both in the US and in Europe, right? While at, at the moment where we're, we're sort of reaching a, a peak of the cycle. So this raises a number of, of, of issues, naturally. And I know is, is, uh, are these... Uh, steroids going to um, extend the economic cycle beyond what its natural life uh, uh, span would be uh, will they bring inflation into 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 the picture uh, and uh, you know my my experience tells me that uh, that steroids don't last forever, and that uh, and that uh, n n nature comes uh, back uh, sooner, uh, uh, and with with uh, revenge once you you sort of try to to uh, forget about it. So, how do you allocate with that mindset? Are you looking super long term? Are there pockets now that are opportunistic and interesting? So, I think I think I think basically basically the the. the uh, the inflation prospects, the growth prospects, prospects uh, going into next year are are probably overstated, and they might be even grossly overstated. We'll see, uh, but I think they're overstated. So therefore, the 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 pressure on rates, uh, rising rates, uh, is probably over. over Overdone of the markets have created meaningfully over the past uh, uh, few weeks. So a lot, a lot of that is in prices already. But I'm not so sure that it's in the prices of uh, of, of of the equity uh, equity uh, portfolios. In which there's still huge uh, overpositioning on what value and cyclicality uh, names. Uh, so I. I, I like us to focus on 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 on, on companies on which we have a strong uh, conviction on. We've, we 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 I strongly believe we're one of we've got, got one of the best uh, equity team, teams in Europe uh, uh, on on the tech side particularly and uh, life sciences as well. So I would I would I would say I would still I believe that. Uh, that, that, that visible uh, names as, as long as inflation doesn't go haywire nor growth uh, should co should come back to the to the fore and we're still very keen on uh, on you know on the uh, on the disruptors at large uh, with a particular focus on the, on the payments area on the security area software in uh, in general uh, uh, health sciences uh, as well, in which which in which there's going to be some great progress uh, 
down down the line. I mean, what what's happened? What has happened on the a ARM vaccination is just amazing, and and we we we, we haven't figured out uh, yet. You know how, what how wide the uh, the indication could be for 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 this uh, uh, spike te technology, uh, and we're also very keen on China. Uh, that China is uh, is uh, an undervalued uh, market, both on the equity and the fixed in in income side. The real rates in China are close to three percent right now, as you may know. Real rates um, and equities are, uh, by and large, pretty much more reasonable than valued than than in the Western world. So a lot of opportunities, but still some challenges in there. I mean, final question. Edouard, I mean, it seems silly and we've covered some of this already, but throwing forward, if we had this conversation in a decade's time, ah. what would you think asset management would look like? <sighs> yeah, uh, you mean the, 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 the industry or the portfolios? The industry, more largely. Yeah, um, that's a tough one. I, but I, I'd say that, that uh, th there is going to be this continuing... Uh, uh, Divergence between the uh, the uh, the passive uh, uh, investors, which I, I call the the socialist investors, <laughs> really that, that that really you know invest in uh, in uh, in indices without really trying to find out what they're actually actual, actually uh, buying. Uh, and then, uh, and the active, uh, act, active investors, uh, uh, which, you know, try to not only, not only find the companies before they are, uh, widely recognized and also try to manage, uh, uh, risks. And I'd be, I'd be less keen on the, on the hedge fund industry at large. Uh, because I mean, you know, it's going to be difficult for them to to overcome their their lack of liquidity, of opacity, um, uh, and uh, you know, because after all, you know, if you if you it's it's, it's very difficult to, to to charge the uh, the fees they they are charging while at the same time offering such little transparency, uh, but but some outstanding. Uh, fund managers will will still be able to uh, to uh, uh, to prosper, but I'd say that the ranks should keep uh, uh, could keep narrowing. We we like to consider ourselves uh, uh, as uh, since we're very very uh, uh, risk management focused as open ended open ended uh, hedge funds for a large extent, you know, managing managing risks. And uh, and at the same time, uh, trying to 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 stay ahead of uh, of of the major major industry uh, industry trends. One final thing, I can't let it pass without asking about the picture on the wall behind you. Did you have that pre-pandemic, or is that a reminder of the <laughs> mass culture that we're now in? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, it's a Hollywood, it's Hollywood, it's a nurse from. Uh, from uh, Richard Prince, uh, Richard Prince did a series on nurses in 
2004, believe me, not, believe it, maybe not just about, you know, 17 years ago. Uh, and he, this is one of the things that I admire about, so, about artists is that they, they, they feel the shape of things to come uh, much before everybody else. Uh, and uh, he, he may have felt that the, the pandemia risk was, uh, was coming. And this, this nurse, it's a shame you're not closer to her, but she's, she's uh, not only protective, but she's got a pretty, a pretty deadly, deadly look. So she keeps me on my toes while at the same time uh, protect, protecting me because she's a nurse. Fantastic. Edward, thank you so much for taking the time today to speak to me. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It'd be good to talk again later in the year to see how some of these ideas have panned out. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Edward. Bye -bye.